Welcome citizens, you're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Here, thinkers and doers always have a key to the city. The mayor is in, so office hours start now. What's up, citizens? This is the mayor for a voice, and you are tuned in to New Amsterdam Radio. You know... 2021 just seems to be the year that's just picking up the pace. It feels like I'm just going a mile a minute. I can only imagine what you're going through with your lives and projects and all of that jazz. Do me a favor. Make sure you tag the show and let me know what you're working on. And I mean that. You know, I love to have different people from all walks of life. So if you're working on a project and you... I want to share some tips. I want to share the blueprint of how you make that a possibility. Hit me up uh, at New Amsterdam on Instagram. And of course, new underscore Amsterdam on that Twitter. Otherwise than that, I'm doing pretty well. Um, I've mentioned before on a past episode, my sister show, What's Up Flobo After Hours, just got awarded uh, the Knicks Award for Best On-Camera Talent on the gold level, which means this guy is an award-winning host. I'm still riding that high and everyone's asking what's next. And there's some pressure of success. And I think that could be a cool episode topic later on. But enough about me rambling, because that's not what you're here for. You're here for cool conversations with people that are doing the thing, whatever that thing may be. My guest this week, Heather Allen, was someone that I met in real life, in real space, uh, I was working at a venue in Los Angeles uh, as a hospitality agent, and Heather was in that department as well. We got to talking about what we wanted to do with our lives and careers. She told me about a show called Cruises and Coffee Shops. And as the great pandemic of 2020 rolled on, I got to be a guest on that show. So now it's about high time I returned the favor. Heather Allen is going to be a star in the digital space. And I wanted to make sure that I had a chance to talk to her before I get that done, before she doesn't return my calls. <laughs> I'm just kidding. NewAmsterdam.com, K-N-E-W-Amsterdam.com to learn more about this and other and the other shows than New Amsterdam Entertainment Network. But if you want to book me personally, flopita.com, F-L-O-B-I-T-O.com. The Patreon is patreon.com slash voice. And if you want to buy a t-shirt to support the homie, flobito.threadless. Dot com. That's flobito. That threadless. Dot com. Without further ado, here's my chat with Heather Allen. Welcome back to New Am Sam Rail, the podcast for creative stingers and doers. It is I, the mayor, Flobo Boys, hanging out on a very gray day in LA. It rhymes because it's true. May, green, and June gloom are a thing, but I am not alone. I'm being joined by someone who is making it happen in both the music space and the journalism space, uh, the founder of Crooners and Coffee Shops. Please welcome Heather Allen. How are you doing? Hello, hello, everyone. Happy to be here. <laughs> it is been... my pageant wave. Yeah, the pageant wave, the queen's wave. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been a while since we hung out. Uh, I think we uh, we met in the live entertainment space, obviously before the pandemic, and I was a guest on Crooners and Coffee Shops. What has been the last year and change for you been like? Oh my gosh. I mean, the, the biggest change for crooners and coffee shops is joining the podcasting space in which you were a guest on very mm. early on. So, you know, for a while I was twiddling my thumbs, um, kind of just going back and forth whether or not I wanted to go into podcasting and then pandemic hit. And it's like, well, I guess I'm going into podcasting. You don't really have any other choice unless my blog wants to die. Yeah. Um, so that was the, uh, you know, the biggest thing. 
and uh, my my now fiance and I bought a house um, during pandemic. So we are here at our new humble abode. Yeah. Um, and we are getting ready to plan our wedding. Yeah. <laughs> All kind of stress or fun or everything in between. I mean, I, I'm like the perpetual planner. So oh, it's great. Yes, it brings me joy. So it's a little <laughs> something of normalcy for me, at least. Oh, absolutely. Congratulations, by the way. I mean, find, you. finding your person is something that people have gone their whole lives doing, and you have. So congratulations. Thank you. Uh, so Cruise the Coffee Shop is a podcast now. But before you said it was a straight-up blog, walk me through the original idea. Why did you decide that musicians needed a voice or platform, and how are we able to provide that? Yeah. Um, so I guess I would like to start off kind of like where I started, started, um, you know, with, the, with internships when I was in college, um, you know, I had one internship that was doing kind of like press and marketing for an independent artist here in LA. Um, and from that opportunity, I got another internship opportunity with Planet LA Records, um, in which I do still help out with, I'm, I'm helping out with their intern program and digital events and stuff. Um, so when I was interning at Planet LA, I was the only one. So I was like a jack of all trades and, you know, going to all these networking things, events, and just meeting all these really awesome artists and industry professionals. Um, and I always had kind of an affinity for interviewing, um, even when I was at college doing the newspaper and the magazine and stuff, I always just really enjoyed interviewing people. Um, and I always realized like, oh, you know, it's just more chill to go to a coffee shop, also safer in case you don't know the person. Um, just remember that people always stay safe. Pro and, tip. Yes, pro tip. If you have some wonky feelings, just go to a coffee shop. Um, maybe not right now because we're still in a pandemic, but you know. Um, but yeah, I've always loved interviewing people, always ended up at a coffee shop. Um, I wrote for Mind Equals Blown for for years, and um, that's kind of was my mo with the interviews there. Um, I worked for Music Connection, in which I did more live reviews. So my love for you know my my reawakening for the live music industry kind of also came from that journalistic aspect of my of my career. Um, and at some point, you know, over the years doing doing day job and other things and stuff, I realized like I was kind of missing something and I always wanted to start my own publication. Um, and at, at first I thought when I first wanted to do a publication and outlining and stuff, I thought it was just going to be, you know, your standard music news blog, um, probably with a rock focus because I'm the perpetual emo kid. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and it, it ended up turning into critters and coffee shops, which is purely a, a very open and inclusive music interviewing and coffee shop appreciation blog. Um, pre pandemic, I only focused on local Los Angeles musicians just because I am meeting people in person. I can't go and travel. Um, right. so it, it was very Los Angeles based and with the pandemic and kind of growing into the podcast form, it really opened up a lot of opportunities to meet so many more artists out there as well. Yeah, and, and it's grown exponentially. I mean, I was a guest on episode three, 
And uh, in the research of this episode, it blown up to so many different things. But besides the music thing, besides having artists and seeing what, what makes them, what drives them, you take time to really highlight some of the local coffee shops in the area or local like smaller tier coffee roasters and all that. I wonder what goes into the process of selecting that. How do you complement that with a singer? Do you ask them? Do you have a list? Like, how does that work? Um, so I do kind of have a list, like right now I do have like a local, this is, these are all the coffee shops around my house kind of list. Um, and since now I live in the Valley, I never really came up here that much unless it was for North Hollywood or Burbank. I was always usually on the West side or Hollywood. So this is actually a really kind of like new way for me to branch out to other coffee shops I've never been to. Um, but I, didn't really have any specific kind of, you know, matching of an artist to a coffee shop. I would ask the artist if they had a coffee shop suggestion, like if they had a favorite coffee shop and then we would meet there and such um, just to open my eyes up as well um, to areas that I wasn't particularly familiar with. Um, and if they didn't have any, I would suggest, okay, well, which area are you located in? I'll find this a, a coffee shop to meet at. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite thing to order at a coffee shop? My favorite thing to order? Yeah. I, I like to go with whatever the kind of like seasonal special is. Um, pretty much ends up being a latte and I do love my oat milk. So luckily, okay. a lot, luckily a lot of coffee shops are, you know, pretty much oat milk is like one of the standards now. It, it was harder, like when I first started a couple of years ago to find oat milk as as an alternative solution. Okay. Um, now it's everywhere. So that's awesome. But so, yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm maybe I'm a little old school. I drink all my coffee black, right? What is the milk hierarchy? Is it oak over almond, almond over soy? What? What's the secondary or third choices for you? Um, soy milk is my second choice, but I'm like partially lactose intolerant. So that's why I go with a, um, you know, with a milk alternative as opposed to like whole milk. Almonds, I like can't digest properly and I'm allergic to coconut. So coconut yep. milk is out. Um, so it's really just oat milk and soy milk are, are my, my go-tos. And like, if I have to, I'll settle for, um, you know, regular milk, probably a low fat or, or like a 2% or something. Yeah. Um, but I do try to limit my, my dairy intake in general. Oh, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. And, yeah. and, and with, with crooners and coffee shops podcast form about a year now, if not a little more into it, what has been the reception? What do fans say about it? How is it being shared? How is it blowing up for you? Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I've gotten, a lot more kind of interest um, since we switched over to the podcast form. Maybe it's because of convenience, um, because like not a whole lot of people, especially pre-pandemic, really had that much time to like sit down and read someone's full like interview that ends up like if you print it, it's like 20 pages kind of thing. Um, so maybe in a way it, it was the right time, um, for me to switch over to the podcast form. It's also a lot easier for me in terms of editing. Um, it would take me about a week, maybe even two weeks, depending on how long the interview is when I had everything in text form and it's so much easier in podcast form. Um, yeah. also I kind of like 
like from all the podcasts that I listen to, I realize like when it comes to a conversation type interview or podcast and everything, um, I kind of zone out after 30 minutes. So I wanted <laughs> to make sure that, you know, we're like, this is the amount of questions that's kind of tends to fall under 30 minutes or maybe even 45, it's kind of depending um, if there's multiple people, obviously there, if there's more than one person, it's going to be a little bit longer, um, which is, uh, which is tends to be a little bit more lenient, I feel like. Right. Um, but it's been honestly, it, it's been a huge learning experience. Um, every, every single year of doing crooners and coffee shops has been learning experience after learning experience. And I wouldn't have it any other way. I mean, that's how life is. And you kind of have to roll with the punches. <laughs> sure. And what's been like the the consensus from your friends, family, stakeholders? Is it kind of like a yeah, go ahead and do it, or you're still doing that thing, or like what has been uh, the buy-in, if you will? Yeah, I mean, everybody has been very supportive, and I'm I'm very grateful and thankful, and all the artists that have been on Crooners Cast have been amazing. Um, also, people that have been a part of the Crooners family in the past have been really awesome and supporting as well and sharing with their friends and stuff. So overall, I'm just very grateful that it's been a positive experience. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, positive spirits that we can ask for, right? Yes. No one's, no one's looking to get you canceled. Which is <laughs> so, but what do you see it growing? Do you do the whole goals things first? Is it kind of like a mission statement and watch it expand? Like what, how are you approaching uh, the next steps for the show? Yeah. Um, so this year for 2021, um, my goal was to start doing more digital showcases. Um, so we do have one for May. Um, and also we're going to have one for June, which is our anniversary month. Um, but I've done a Black History Month show in which you so gracefully graced our screens. Oh, um, let's talk about that in a minute. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we did a Black History Month show, a Women's History Month show. Um, we skipped April just because I kind of needed a little bit of, of a breather and there's, you know, mental health is a thing and we need to, you know, care a little bit about it, about that more um, sure. and not uh -huh. have the 24 seven have to hustle all the time kind of thing. Um, but then I went back into it for May um, with my Asian American Pacific Islander History Month show. And then next month will be our anniversary show. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, without getting too personal, do you identify with any of these groups? I mean, obviously you are a woman, but like, do you identify with any of the groups that you're promoting as well? Or is it kind of like a an affinity kind of a thing to help lift uh, maybe voices that aren't as heard as often? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm Filipino and also Asian, um, Spanish, Hispanic. So I, uh, you know, my entire life, I've always kind of grew up in a way where I'm like, I'm not enough of one thing. And like, sure. actually, like, my entire life, I grew up just believing I was half Asian and half white. And then I took ancestry.com and realized that I am a, a good chunk of, you know, Mex like Mexican from Mexico and stuff. Um, also Spanish, but that's, you know, the Filipino side, because, you know, conquering and such. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. History. Yes. Yeah. So there, there's always Spanish and Filipinos. Just remember that everybody. Right. Um, but just growing up, I, you know, I always felt like I wasn't enough of one thing and, gr you know, growing into an adult, just seeing how kind of, can I curse on here? 
Go ahead. Okay. You're an artist. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So kind of seeing how shitty the world is with um, with minorities and people that are different, it, it's kind of unfair. And I do see it in the music industry um, with the people that are the heads of these huge businesses and also the people that are being played on the radio and the people that are able to afford marketing, um, you know, marketing campaigns and promotions and stuff. And I wanted to not only do my part to support, but also to support my artists that have been on my blog as well on crooners cast and crooners and coffee shops. So in a way it like it half benefits me, but I also want to give back to the people that have helped me grow along the way as well. Absolutely. I remember getting the, the email, almost the phone call. Um, it wasn't that old school. Get the email. Hey, look, we're doing a Black History Month showcase. And of course, for Black Americans, it was a whole different thing in 2020. And uh, even though I did stand up, well, doing things virtually was a whole different beast. And I, I told myself months before that I wasn't going to do it because I didn't know if I, my jokes were working at all because there's no response. But then I thought the idea was a good cause that you were, you were finding artists of a certain background to present the showcase. And I guess it went well. I mean, I, I resaw the upload, the temporary upload you had on YouTube in the month of April. And I was like, well, you know, if someone digs it, then I guess uh, it was all for, for mm -hmm. a good purpose, good cause for sure. I mean, I dug your set. I, I dug everybody's sets on that show. All of my art. I, I, I kind of have this like very type A personality where I'm like, okay, I feel like these gr this particular group of people would mesh really well. Yeah. And I, I like to pride myself on that, that I put on a good show in my own mind. If, if anybody says otherwise, then, you know, everybody's open to their opinion, but I think I did a good job. So. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, if you, you can't have... support yourself, then what are you doing? Right. Uh, like I said in the previous episode, right? People say, I don't want to toot my own horn. Like no one's going to toot your horn for you. That so is toot, true. Toot your horn, right? Uh, I'm all about oh, that. <laughs> I want to be a professional horn tutor. Is that a job? <laughs> it should be. Uh, I'm gonna make that a job for myself. Hire me, everyone. I will be your horn tutor. You had you had mentioned just a minute ago that you took a break for your mental health on, on in, for April. Uh, what do you do to recharge the battery to refill your cup? And when times get stressful, you try to balance real world, creative world, and all that jazz. Um, I mean, I when I'm the type of person that likes to work until there's no gas in the tank anymore. So when it is time for me to like kind of have a mental health break and like a self, you know, a self-help break. It's, it kind of comes like abruptly and might include a mental breakdown. What am I doing with my life? Why am I still, still doing kind of like dumb shit kind of thing? Um, I keep saying I'm going to do all these things and I haven't yet. And I just have, you know, mini crisis. And then I, almost like shut down in a way where I'll, all I want to do is like watch TV or watch movies or like read just something like relaxing. And I, it's like, I don't want to look at my emails. I don't want to edit. I don't want to do anything regarding, yeah. regarding crooners and coffee shops as much as I love it. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but you got to do something to relax when someone goes, Hey, look, I'm going to take you out. We're playing hooky. We're doing whatever you want to do today. What do you say? Oh man. I mean, 
my one of my one of my good friends actually like did that for me a couple weeks ago. So I she's been trying to get me to go to Descanso Gardens for months since I moved up here to the valley. And I've been literally my excuse. It's not really an excuse. It's the truth. But it's like I'm busy. I have interviews. I have interviews. I have to do editing all this all this other stuff. And like it just so happened like that week I was kind of like start like I noticed that I was starting to be a little bit more lethargic a little bit more like I don't want to do anything and um both of my interviews that were scheduled for that day actually got canceled and she texted me that morning she was like hey do you want or, like I know you might be busy but do you want to come to this concert today I was like you know what actually I am free for once so let's do it and that was very nice it was you know, very relaxing to just walk through all the flowers and just take some time with like someone that doesn't live in my house um, and relax and just, you know, have meaningful conversations with someone one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. What, when you have a meaningful conversation, what is something that doesn't get usually talked about? Like this is the weather, movies you've seen, books you've seen, but like what's one topic you're like, yeah, I missed this. Oh, I mean, gossip, obviously. We are oh, women. Sure. So. <laughs> For sure. I'm all Although about there that. are some men that are worse than women. I like gossip too, be. man. I need to know who's going on. Uh, <laughs> I need to know what's going on in my life. Uh, so I, I was I was perusing your social media uh, because that's what I do. I'm a journalist in a certain way. Uh, and it says here that, quote, you are a mac and cheese enthusiast. So the question I have for you is, what is the superior way to prepare mac and cheese? Um, as long as it has truffle oil on it, then it is the superior of all the mac and cheeses. Oh, fancy, fancy. Where do I get truffle oil? I have no idea. I'm not fancy that, enough for that. That's a good question. I haven't been able to locate it either. So if anyone wants to tell me where to get truffle oil for my mac and cheese, you're welcome yeah. to DM me. <laughs> okay. So where do, where do you go then? We want that, 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 that kick, that craving. Where do you go? Um, I really like actually Rush Street in Culver City. They, oh, yeah, have, they, they have a really good baked mac and cheese. It is not a truffle oil mac and cheese, but it's like three cheeses and it's baked in like this little kiln and there's like crusty cheese on the side when it comes out and it's just so good. Um, I also really like white cheddar mac and cheese um, and that's something that like, you know, can you can buy from a box. I like the Annie's ones. They're a little bit right. healthy. They're a little bit healthier um, than, than some of the other alternative box mac and cheeses. Um, yeah. But I also like to like when I'm at home and I have like, you know, my just my plain box mac and cheese, I like to add some spices on there too. So like if it's a white cheddar, I like to add some parsley or some dill, you know, or some sausage to go yeah. to have a protein. Um, if it's more of like one of the like the yellow cheeses, I like putting paprika on there because paprika is the best spice. And okay. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Well, yeah. uh, I also have a gourmet mac and cheese book. So there was yeah. <laughs> I'll prepare, baby. Yes, yes. <laughs> Well, by the time this airs, this is already be June of 2021, and it kind of feels like the fastest year compared to last year. Uh, do you have any plans for the end of the year to, to make it to the end of the year? Do you have a vision board, a bucket list? What's your what's your vibe? I'm just hoping to be able to use all my concert tickets that I bought like two years ago. <laughs> right. Yeah. What, what's on that list? Any artists that we may know? 
Um, Hella Megator, which has not been postponed yet. So crossing my fingers, it actually happens. Um, I'm already distraught over my My Chemical Romance tickets that are going to another year, to next year. Um, uh. So, but it's okay. I've been waiting for them for so long. It's fine. Um, and then also Riot Fest. Yeah. Wow. You're all about the concert life. Respect. Yes, it, it's been a struggle. I love live music. I like. Yes. I, I just want to dance with all the sweaty people and having <laughs> beers spilled on me. <laughs> I think you've oversold it. I was like, yeah, concerts. Wait, 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 what? What's being spilled on me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this has been a, a cool time to sit and chat with you about things you're working on. And I hope people who are listening now could really see your blueprint and, and really uh, be inspired by that. But if someone listens to you now and they want to follow you online, how do they go about doing that? Yeah, so you can go to Instagram is going to be your fastest way, probably, because I do have a link tree link that has all the links for you. Make it making it easy. So Instagram is crooners and coffee shops. Pretty easy because that is the, you know, the website name. <laughs> oh, yeah. And if you're not sure if it's Crooners and Coffee Shops, this group strolling to your back. You can see my beautiful, handsome photo there. Then you know you're in the right place. Crooners and yeah, coffee shops. <laughs> absolutely. I want you back on a future episode because I want to see how this brand has grown because I do think there is a lot of potential here for cruise and coffee shops. And again, because I was on it, so I have a vested interest. Ooh, thank you for <laughs> your support. I love it. It brings me all the good energy. Thanks so much for listening to New Amsterdam Radio. Learn more about the show at newamsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W Amsterdam.com. Until next time, this city is yours. <laughs> <laughs>